Hello, you little marshmallows, and welcome to episode 83 of Hunger in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. I'm glad to be back in, in the studio today. Yeah, glad to have you back. And we also have Carrie. Hello. 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 <laughs> I was going to say, I'm more excited to hear, like, and we have Carrie. I'm like, we have Carrie. The, co- <laughs> the Collins seem to have bored themselves to death. <laughs> C-man, Col- Colin Robinson, Seaman, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Colin Robinson, Colin Robinson. Robinson and Seaman, yes. Can we not call him? I don't want to be called Seaman. Oh, my favorite show's back, baby. Yes, what we do in the shadows, if you didn't know. Okay, I was going to say, I'm lost. Uh, There's a new episode tonight as we record this. I know, I'm going to stay up and watch it. Mm. I decided I'm going to stay up and watch (laughs) it. Normally I go to bed at 10 o'clock, but I will be too keyed up because it's going to be like Christmas. And I'll be like, oh my God, I want to know what happened, I want to know what happened, I want to know what happened. I wish you all could see the look on her face as genuine joy. This is the only thing I've seen you bring, bring you genuine joy in years now. It's it's been a while. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. college, college football will do that. But in terms of television shows, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, this is. I will stay up and watch this. We're yeah. less than two months away now, and I've heard, college football. Yes, and I've watched uh, the first the first episode of season four probably ten times now. Yes, this is true. I watched the second episode yesterday. Okay, yeah. my life does feel pretty empty when football's not in it. So I'm really excited that we're getting ready to get back into that. Um, I almost sent you guys a screenshot. This is way off topic from food, but I almost sent you guys a screenshot today of um, of uh, Carrie's favorite coach. That is SEC Media Day. We're going to talk about it on GBS, <laughs> so don't you worry. I was actually watching it live when it when it happened. I watched that jerk press conference, so don't you worry. <laughs> we're going to be talk. We're going to be talking about it on GBS on uh, the next episode. Carrie yeah. loves Brian Kelly, the new coach oh, of LSU, yeah. the former coach of Notre Dame, right? And someone wrote as his little underneath his name, they wrote like Southern accent expert. <laughs> It's it was on the actual TV like the producer put it on there. It was it was it was because of a question that was asked of him. So yeah, I get we'll get into it more on GBS. Yes, Mr. Foghorn Leghorn himself appeared. But uh, oh my god, yeah, that'll be that'll be something to watch this year, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm not a Brian Kelly fan either. Yeah, who is? Uh, well, he doesn't bother me as much as Carrie, but. Yeah, uh, as much joy as. Do you want to like rethink that sentence? <laughs> he doesn't no. bother me as much as Carrie. It sounds like he's like, Carrie <laughs> no. bothers you a lot. <laughs> no, I love. I, I love Carrie. I knew what you. I, no, I know what you meant too, but when when yeah, the word probably. came out of your mouth, it's it's. No, it I have to apologize for my mouth constantly. <laughs> this would be the first or last time. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say, but it doesn't matter because that was better than what I could have ever <laughs> said. So, you know, it's fine. It's great. Um, well, we got some rain finally since the last Thank time we've God. been here. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we lost a gutter plant out here, but really? there's a new family down the gutter. So. It's true. New gutter family. Yes. And they have a lot of kids. They do it's have a lot of kids. It's a real single parent, a lot of kids situation. Yeah. It's a real, uh, real, um, it's a one really tall weed and then like eight very small ones yeah. next to it. It's I real, was waiting for you to say bird. No, nah, it's a real Cletus is like Jolly Yokel situation we got going on. Yep. I don't know what that means. In the, the Simpsons, Cl- oh, Cl- yeah, 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 there's yeah. our system, Simpsons reference, yeah. folks. Yeah, yeah, 
<clears throat> that is true. I forget that that's uh, I love his how whole the title. creative ways she fits them in to conversation. Cleet. Your luck works in every situation. Dang it, Cletus. Back, back you go to wait for a woman with more discerning tastes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are going to scuff up the strip club stage. Because <laughs> that's his whole... Uh, his whole little vignette in the the short stories about Springfield, mm-hmm. and as he's got his own theme song and all that. Yeah, some or folks what? will never eat a squirrel, but then again, some folks will like Cletus, the slack jawed yokel. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, what's it? Um, like, don't you talk about my daddy like that? We are daddy. My daddy's the same person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got the same daddy. Um. So, yeah, at least a new family has picked up where Gutter Plant left off. Okay. May, may he rest in peace. So, we'll see how long they last. Yes. Hopefully, it rains some more and we don't leave all of our Gutter Plants out in the, in the it's hot, not, hot heat. It's not supposed to. It's supposed to be a scorcher. A scorcher? Scorcher. Honestly, it didn't feel too bad when I came in, but I've been in mm-hmm. the shade. And I had a jacket on, so, you know, let's not be too bad if I'm wearing a jacket. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't show these bare shoulders at work, so I don't guess, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, having the rain doesn't make it any cooler, obviously. It just makes it right. gross and hot and muggy and I don't know but who likes that. my grass is almost wheat color, so it really needed it. I was, wheat. I was wheat. Um, yeah. So it was like, it was definitely needed. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, show. And it helps me sleep. So it could rain all the time mm-hmm. if I wanted to. That'd be fun. As long as I don't get my new uh, shoes wet, that's that's all I care about. So, Fair. Um, yeah, my addiction is growing, so mm-hmm. about to be having a closet full of shoes I can't wear in the rain. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, we can get you those slip covers for your shoes so you can't wear them in the rain. <laughs> I'll just wear some shoe covers in yeah, the clean like, room home. Well, they, they're like clear rain jackets for your shoes. Ooh. Yeah, I'm seeing those before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I yeah. do need them. Yeah. For sure. Can't get these uh, dunks wet. I mean, I guess good. I just don't want to. Yeah, you could, but you don't want to ruin them. Yeah, no. I don't want this high-quality leather to, <laughs> to be messed with. Well, um, you know what's not gross and hot and steamy and muggy? This show. It's true. Yeah. yeah. We're cool and comfortable and cool customers in here. It's true. It's 74 degrees in this house right now. I mean, yeah. a little. Uh, it's a little warm from my house but we're not at my house so it works that's true mm-hmm. yeah so my house is freezing cold but that's neither here nor there what it what it does mean is that we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about today but first if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food let us know we'd love to have you on the podcast you can slide into our dms on twitter and instagram at hungry and ky or you can send us an email we're hungry and ky at gmail.com we can also do Skype and Facebook Messenger calls, too, if you're not in town or not feeling comfortable coming and sitting in the fort. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, not Zoom. I was going to be bringing Zoom to the party. No. Zoom's not welcome. Skype works perfectly fine. You don't have to have an account. And we Skyped Renee in last week. I was going to so say, if you listen to last week's episode, you'll hear where I was Skyped in from, from the brother's house. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not in your car. Yeah, that didn't work. We tried that. We that sure didn't, didn't work. But, you yeah. know, lesson learned, so we know not to anymore. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we can we can do any of that stuff that you want to do, just not Zoom. Mm-hmm. So, get off our backs. <laughs> not that anybody was on our backs. 
Maybe they secretly are. And Maybe they are. They're just talking smack behind our backs. Rude. Smack, 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 smack behind our back, 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 backs. <laughs> Alrighty then. There is zero alcohol on this table, ladies and gentlemen. I would just like to point that out. Um, Unless you did secretly sneak vodka into your Mountain Dew. And not this time. Okay. It's a little, well, I was going to say it's a little too early, but is it really? No, it's 4.30. We usually drink beers at noon. I was going to say it's almost 5 o'clock somewhere. We do drink. Beer. It's almost 5 o'clock here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's whatever. It's Tuesday and I'm already delirious. It's going to bode well for the rest of the week. (laughs) Uh, What have you guys been up to um, before we dive really into what we all did last week? Food-wise, anybody do anything besides Burger Week? No, I think that was our my biggest thing mm-hmm. that I did was Burger Week, which we'll yeah. obviously get to talking about here in a second. Um, and then, yeah, my favorite TV show came back on, so yay. Nice. I'm puppy sitting again from from the start of my work week, and I still have the peppers at the house. Nice. I, mean, I think I'm going to keep him. I'm just not going to give him back. I'll support that. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Just don't even tell them. Just act like he ran away. I kind of wonder if they'll even know, like, miss him. Because I've already had him for, like, six days. Yeah, they probably already forgot. Yeah. So, do I even have a puppy? Like, no, you don't. Yeah, you dreamed that you bought a puppy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I'm going to rename him Walter. I like it. I'm into mm-hmm. it. Um, I got, um, which I hadn't done in a while, but I got a big box of food from Thrive Market. I can't oh, remember if I've go. talked about Thrive Market on here before. But um, if you don't know, it's an online uh, market, Mm -hmm. but it's got like, it's got organic foods, but it also has a lot of like, and you can get really high quality meats and stuff from there, but it's a little too expensive for my taste to do that. But um, you can get a lot of stuff for like different dietary uh, requirements. Mm -hmm. So if you're keto or paleo or you're gluten free. Or uh, if you can't eat nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Nut free. If you have some like allergies like that you can go there mm-hmm. and they specifically have those categories and you can click there and it gives you like snacks or different breads or grains or like meal options and stuff so it's pretty cool um it's like a subscription thing but you only <laughs> pay per year it's like 55 dollars a year so that's not bad not very bad at all and then uh you get free shipping over 50 dollars huh. and then they always have stuff on sale you have to get, like, minimum two or three of, like, most things just to justify, like, the free shipping, I guess. But it's pretty cool. So they have all kinds of, like, like, I get a lot of probiotic drinks from there and then a lot of different, like, healthy-ish snacks. They have, like, chocolate treats, all kinds of cool stuff. So if that's something you think you're interested in, not that they pay me to say this. I was just trying to think of something that I did. I mean, I but they I could. The See, if they want to. I was here. like, if they want to uh, sponsor the podcast, we'll be more glad to take them on. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure nobody's using the promo code Hungry and KY or Hinky or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. So, <laughs> uh, if you're listening, hit me up. I can be your uh, your advertisement. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, what do I have from there now? Lemon poppy seed oat bars, um, little uh, Reese cups, but not Reese cups, the Unreal cups. Mm-hmm. Huh. They also have M&Ms that are made out of crispy quinoa, so actually really good. Ooh. Yeah, and they have like semi-sweet chocolate. 
I like and it. the colors on them are like natural, so it's like beetroot and spirulina and stuff like that. I do like quinoa. Yeah. Would recommend. I have been several trips to Bucky's, and I have discovered... So, everybody talks about the beaver nuggets. Love the beaver nuggets. Well, they've got in like a burgundy-ish bag. It's a cinnamon beaver nugget. And I want to say that I think those are better than the original beaver nuggets. Mm. But they've also got a white cheddar, a white cheddar jalapeno, a bold and spicy beaver nugget. So it's not all just sweet. They do have a savory side. I think I got the white cheddar ones when I went. Did you? Yeah, I've not had the savory ones. I've just had the sweet ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I got the... uh, this, the bold and spicy ones to send to the hubs in Africa. So we're going to, here in maybe about two or three weeks from now that we speak, he'll get a box and can try it, and I can let you all know what he says. <laughs> so just stay on the edge of your seats, folks. Sounds good. Yeah. We'll have to stop in and bring some for the show. I'm interested in those cinnamon ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, the cin- oh they, they are they're really good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, like we said before, last week was uh, Lexington Burger Week, so yes, I would say probably the biggest food-themed week of the year. I think it's it's probably the most talked about. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's we're having Restaurant Week very soon, I believe, but and we will hear more about that uh, later. Here soon. Yes, yeah. there's also Pizza Week and Taco Week. Mm-hmm. As much as I as I like tacos, I don't really do Taco Week. Mm-mm. No. But. Well, it's it's backed up so much between, because like you have a chicken sandwich week, you'll have mm-hmm. coffee tea week, and then taco week, and it's just all right there. And we'll try to participate in those first two, and by the time the taco week comes around, it's like we're tired. Also, everyone puts cilantro and onions all over every That's true. taco, and That's I hate true. onions, and I have that stupid cilantro gene where it makes everything taste like, like soap. soap. Yeah. So, it's really not worth it for me to spend $5 on a taco that tastes like soapy onions so that's why i don't do it but also well, speaking I'm about tacos i've got a current talk well i'm not a big taco person but a golfing and rod does does tacos but they're not your traditional sense tacos um but i am currently obsessed with their yoda and their yoda has this it has a it's a spicy chicken it's almost like a kung pao chicken sauce that you would get from like chinese restaurant that it's cooked in and it has spicy, like, carrot slivers in there, spicy peanuts and rice inside of a hard shell that's covered with a soft shell on the outside that has queso around it. And it is so good, I can't even stand it. Nice. Like, I think about this taco way more than I need to. <laughs> that's too much for me. And I like agave, yeah. but I like their traditional, just basic taco beef taco yeah it's really good the plain jane's really good i get the rooster whenever i go most of the time it's mac and cheese and then a nashville chicken tender and some pickle relish on top and like a like spicy barbecue sauce Mm -hmm. pretty good i do love as far as like an appetizer they have it's a steamed cauliflower but it's it's in like a general souls chicken style like sauce and it's, it's like, coated in that. And I absolutely love it. I could eat so much of it. Yeah, I like to get their queso. Yeah, their queso's good, too. It's all I good. want to go to a coffee and round. Yeah, y'all should go I to... Just don't, I don't have time today, but, but y'all I guess that'd go. be what I'm eating tomorrow. 
If you haven't been, you should check it out. Oh, yeah. They have two places here. They mm-hmm. have one in Louisville, Covington. They're kind of branching They're out. They're growing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had a burger for Burger Week, too, but I did not try it. Mm. So, um, it takes a lot for me. I'm going to be honest. It takes a lot for me to try the burgers from a place that doesn't traditionally make burgers. Yeah. So, the burgers from the Mexican restaurants and the burgers from the pizza places. Not usually into that. So, I didn't try them. Well, last year, like the, to kickstart Burger Week, I had went to, um, what was it, La Rosa's, and they do their cheeseburger pizza, mm-hmm. and I brought that in for you guys to try it. Um, they done the exact same pizza. Yeah. It looked like, again, this year. I mean, no shade, but I think a lot of people are doing that. And a lot of the burgers were not creative. It was just like, here's a burger. It's like a regular burger, but we put aioli on it instead of mayonnaise. Like, wow. Which, I mean, I know it's a lot of work to put on, but, I mean, if you're going to spend the money that it takes to do it, maybe be a little bit more creative. That's my only critique. Right. But, I mean, I guess I understand if that's all you have to work with. But Well, you spent no all you spend all the money on the having to join to get on the app yeah. and do I mean, all I'd that. Go big or go home. I mean, me. we'll talk about the burgers and then I'll give my opinion on how they need to change this because I think it's a little bit nonsensical to make restaurants pay that much money for advertising when advertising on social media is free but i'll get to that in a second yeah yeah there's there's the good and the bad with burger week you know we'll start with the good so uh yeah. we did four total selections between the three of us uh-huh um let's see the first three the actual burgers thank you carrie for for being a trooper and going with me to eat a lot of burgers, which three in a week's a lot of burgers for that me. Is, that that's is a, a lot, lot for me too. And to go out to go out twice during the week, yeah, that's a lot for me too. Yeah. I normally don't do that. Same. So thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. Um, the first one we had was the Bad Out of Hell Burger from Bear and the Butcher. So this was the grilled meatloaf and American cheese, uh, or this was grilled meatloaf and it had American cheese, smoked ketchup. Lettuce, mashed potatoes, and brown gravy on a grilled brioche bun. Uh, I think on Instagram I said it was something like pretty much your mom's uh, homemade cooking all crammed into one sandwich. Which is fine by me. If it had an extra piece of bread in the middle like a moist maker, like on Friends, it would have been perfect. Like a Thanksgiving sandwich. (laughs) And then someone could steal it out of the fridge and you could have a mental breakdown like Ross did. So... (laughs) You'd have to go to a facility. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that didn't happen in real life. Uh, but it was a. Uh, it was pretty good. I really liked it a lot. It's a. Uh, it's up there. Well, let's talk about the name. That name actually draws you in, and the names are can be just as creative as the burgers because mm-hmm. that's what people first see. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And they had yeah. a yeah. they had a cocktail that went along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't they have a side or something that went along with it too? Uh, I don't think so. No, but they had a cocktail that went along with it. It was really good. I liked it. Yeah. And yeah, I liked it a lot. I have to say that I got a side salad with all my burgers because I got to have a vegetable. And this was the only burger that had a vegetable on it. Yeah. Because it had, yeah. It had lettuce. And oh. I got, I got, <laughs> I got, I got to have something. I got to have vegetable. So I got a side salad with all the burgers that we got. And I have to say that, um... Baron Butcher's side salad was excellent. Their that dressing was like a lemon vinegar. Oh, it, was, it, was, good. it was that so, dress. So they made that in house then. I guess I have no idea. 
it was good. If it yeah. came out of a bottle, I'd like to know where they bought it because it was really delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looked good. Uh, I just got the tots with this one, but um, yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, and the the meatloaf and the bat out of hell. Yeah, that whole thing was very clever. Uh, really enjoyed that. Um, also saw my cousin there, so yeah, shout out to my cousin Megan. Uh, she braved the uh, the burger shot. She walked next door and had oh. the burger shot at uh, Chevy Chase Inn. Yeah. Well, what's that about? It is three shots. It's a shot of tequila, a shot of tomato juice, and a shot of pickle juice. I, yeah. told, I told Sarah, I said I would take a hit for the team if she wanted to go over there and do it. <laughs> but we decided to go to the beer trap instead and buy uh, show beers. Yeah, that was probably a better idea. I don't know. It might have been cheaper just to go to CCI. But, <laughs> but I would have been drunker. So I don't know if that would have worked out. But, um, yeah, I, I let Megan do that one for me. She sent me pics, and then she posted a picture, pictures of her and her friend doing it on Facebook. And no one looked happy. She swore that she was having a good time, but I, was like, I just said, no Did one looks happy in this picture. Did she that the combination was good or not? Yeah, she said it was good. Okay. Yeah, she was like... It was great. I loved it. I said, it looks like you didn't. And she was like, but I did, I swear. There was, what, when the, was there, there was a guy. There was a guy sitting next to them that looked appalled <laughs> that they were doing it. And it made me laugh quite a bit. It was pretty funny. So yeah, shout out to her for braving that shot. Uh, something that we weren't willing to do. Yeah. I mean, I was, but it would have been very reluctantly. Yeah. I mean, you when I posed the question, you weren't real receptive. Yeah, I wasn't super into it. Yeah, that's fair. Me mm-hmm. neither, but... The same. I would have. I would have had I not been driving, maybe. Tequila makes me mean. Well, you're mean enough, so we don't need I was going to say, no tequila for Carrie. <laughs> I'm just joking. Not now, if we need to sicker on somebody, we know it's <laughs> so there. true. So true. Um, so the next, uh, that was on Tuesday. On Thursday, we went to Tilty Bob's mm-hmm. and had the return of the Mac Burger. So this was like the name, too. I like the name. A great song. Um, double smash burger topped with creamy white cheddar mac and cheese, a slice of melted gouda, and a drizzle of house-made not-so-secret sauce loaded on a Klosterman uh, potato bun. I don't know what the not-so-secret sauce was. I didn't say what it was. Apparently it is a secret, because I didn't say. But <laughs> it's just a burger sauce. Um, I liked it alright. Um, I wish it was a little bit bigger, but honestly, and you know how I feel about fries. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. But uh, here they put some sort of wizardry on the fries and the tots. That's like this, like it's that Grippo's seasoning. Yeah, I'm not convinced it's fully Grippo seasoning, but it's a Grippo's like seasoning. Whereas it's like really mesquite barbecue, but it's kind of sweet too. Mm-hmm. And they like covered the fries completely, like caked in it. And those fries are really the best good. fries I've yeah. ever had. And actually, Ooh. I took the burger apart and put some of the fries yeah. in between, and that made it my favorite burger. Oh, okay. The burger. If you're yeah. if you're looking for suggestions for next year, Tilty Bob's, put those fries on the burger, and that will. I mean, it was good anyway, but, you know but it'll you shoot it way even up put there. Put that seasoning in the mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah. A burger was okay for me. It was dry. Um, I didn't think the dry, mac yeah. and cheese was super creamy. Um, it was all right. Yeah, and like. I would have probably agreed with you about it had I not put the fries on it. Mm-hmm. But the, somebody got a side salad. I will say, hey, you know what? Those side, their side salad was, it was yeah. it was good. It was it was fairly substantial. And uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Now, I enjoyed I'm gonna, it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie to you two. I have never heard of Tilty Bob until this. 
we talked about it. We went there. Yeah, we've, we've been there. Oh, was that just a Us episode? Maybe when we talked about because me and Sarah have been there before. Yeah, a couple months ago. No, yeah, I wasn't invited. We went and checked it out. <laughs> um, yeah, it was on purpose. I'm just joking. <laughs> well, I mean, I notice, oh, and I'm, I'm not invited or wanted. Uh, no, but didn't this then this place you all were saying has the pinball machines yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a whole floor of pinball. Now, machines. where where's this place located? Where the old JDI used to be in uh, Portfino Napa Prime. or Napa Prime. So off Lomstone? No, off Broadway. Off Broadway. Okay. Yep. Across from that really big apartment complex. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that burger... How's the parking? Because that road right there... Because that area in general is really congested traffic-wise. So it's, how's the parking? It's okay. It's, it's got a small lot. And then there's street parking on the side. And then there's street parking behind the um, car wash. Yeah, there's lots there. of street parking around. Yeah. Because that's kind of like... And if you, get there, if you get there... If you're on there on the weekend or after 5 o'clock on a weekday, then you don't have to pay the meter. It's so 6 sure. o'clock. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I looked it up. But <laughs> I just don't want anyone to get a ticket. Do they park there? After five, you know. I park there after five all the time, and I've never. Not that I think someone comes out around right. at like five yeah. fifteen looking, but city's city's done at four thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a fun. Like normally, I'd take or leave the burger. Like their food's it's it's decent. It's not my favorite food, but I've had worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, putting the fries on the burger there is the play. Mm-hmm. Or whatever sandwich you're eating. I've not had a sandwich from there. But next time we go, we'll all three go. Thank you. So you can play the pinballs. I'm all about that. I really want a pinball machine in my basement. Ooh, they're expensive. Good luck. And hard I to know. But I also, like I've, I've told Richard that, and I've also told him I want one of those like massage chairs because the gym has a massage chair and I'm like in love with this thing. And he was like, well, out of everything you've asked for, because he got online and looked how much all this stuff cost. He was like, uh, I'd have to do another deployment to afford those things. Well, yeah. sign him up. Uh, no, I'm just joking. No, we're done. And then on Sunday, we had our last burger, and that was the Chili Frito Smash Burger from Nick and Norman's. This okay. was a quarter pound proprietary blend patty with chuck short rib and brisket, and it was topped with our house-made chili, queso cheese, fresh roasted jalapenos, and Fritos served on their logo brioche bun. So, now, I do like the fact that they do that, because not every restaurant will actually like burn their logo into the bun, and I think that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That they do that. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. I would have liked it better if it didn't have so many jalapenos. Yeah, it was jalapeno heavy. The chili. They didn't really, de-seed them either, yeah, so the, they were hot. I thought the chili was really good. The mm-hmm. Fritos were good. But when you got a jalapeno, you got a jalapeno. Also, again, side salad, excellent. Big, huge plate. Like yeah. a giant, wow. giant plate of side salad. And I had that strawberry spritzer cocktail oh, thing. Yeah. And that was pretty good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looked fancy. Um. Yeah, they have really good fried pickle. Like we got some pickle, of those fried pickle spears. fries, spear things. Yeah, they're like all this thing. talk about side salad makes me want a salad now. Yeah, kinda. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. had one in a while. I just <laughs> obviously because I had burgers and fries. <laughs> right. All the, all these burgers, I was just like, man, I gotta have a veg. So yeah, yeah. Well, I like the fries at Nick mm-hmm. and Norman's they're too because they're the sidewinder fries. So they're actually good fries. But, um, yeah, it was definitely the spiciest one of the three that we had. Um, kind of manwitchy. I'm not a fan of the manwitch or the sloppy joe. Okay. Um, but this one, 
because it was only like part sloppy joe it was good i liked it it's probably my it comes in number three for me on this list mm-hmm. but um because of the context the context to see is what i was about to say <laughs> the consistency i was gonna i was mixing that up with texture <laughs> i so, like that contextuency contextuency there you yeah. go <laughs> write that down contextuency that's what we can call this yeah. episode um but yeah, I mean, it was good flavor. The chili was really good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it's a winner, just not my winner. Mm-hmm. I think my winner is probably still the Bad Out of Hell. Yeah, that's definitely number sandwich. one for me, for sure. But I would put Tilty Bob's number two just because of those fries. And then this one, number three. And then Renee, you went to La Petite Delicate and had the macaroons. So I did. So I'm I nice. don't eat hamburger meat, so I can't really participate in the hamburger week uh, burgers. But luckily for me, we have some dessert places that will do a burger esque version with a dessert. And La Petite Delicate is one of my favorite places, and they made a macaroon. To look like a little burger, and it was had like it was like pina colada and watermelon. And when I bit into it, watermelon was really predominant for me, which luckily for me I love watermelon. But if you're not a big watermelon fan, you probably wouldn't like this one. But the macaroon itself, they are a whiz at just the macaroon portion. I'm not even talking about the fillings, but just the the macaroon itself it has a little soft crunchy outside and it's soft and pillowy on the inside and they're they're just incredible so they they knocked the macaroon out of the park but i enjoyed them they were cute they came in a little box of two and um and i like i i thought it was so cute but then i got one of their cinnamon rolls and i got some sort of croissant popover Mm-hmm. While I was there too, it was covered in cinnamon and sugar on the outside, and the inside was filled with a strawberry cream cheese, like cheesecake mixture. Had a little whipped cream dollop on top with a little slice of strawberry on it. Mm-hmm. They know how to make bread, guys. <laughs> like the the pastry and everything was so good. I have had their chocolate croissant before. And Sarah actually made one from scratch. She got a wild hair one time and decided to make a chocolate croissant from scratch. And it took her forever. Yeah, it was a full 24-hour project. Yeah. Legit. And she brought me one, and I was wild. Sarah crushed it, and these taste just like hers. Um, Like, if you're wanting to get a non-Sarah croissant, (laughs) a lot of petites where to go. But if you can... Uh, talk Sarah into it which you'd have to do a lot of persuasion to make you one because she wasn't a fan of the process of making them but um, but if you could talk her into it hers were just as good yeah I definitely got a tennis elbow from yeah she was like this was a lot of work but But man they were so good you did a really good job so thank you yeah appreciate it no, I've been strengthening yeah. the arms, so hopefully well, I was gonna say you've had their coffee and stuff from there before mm-hmm. I've had their um tarts too they have a trick yeah. a tricks a twix tart that's hard to say a twix tart that's phenomenal that's like yeah. a little tartlet and then it has um homemade caramel and then it's got like a bunch of dark chocolate like dark chim- tempered mm-hmm. chocolate on top and then like a little 
Twix drizzle on top. It's amazing. <sighs> yeah. It's really good. They do the ice cream sandwiches, which when we talked about our guilty pleasures in town, like that ice cream sandwich that's the macaroon with the crank and boom ice cream in the middle was like my top thing. It is so amazing. They have a freezer in there and they've got different kinds like their salted caramel mm-hmm. um, macaroon and then they've got the strawberry and they've got all kinds of different flavors and oh, they have and, different sizes. And they do that Mother's too. Day box. That's why I usually yes, come on for Mother's that Day. that Mother's Day box is really good. Yeah. So they have a lot of stuff. So check they them do. They're, they're, worth che- they're worth checking out. So I know it wasn't an actual burger, but I thought they done... A good job trying to replicate, like, replicate one. Yeah. And that side of town is, is fun with Mirror Twin, the Saki Place, um, the Popcorn Paradise. Eppings. Eppings. Like, all El kinds Cid. of stuff. Oh, and El Cid. Like, all that right in there. So, if you get to get on National Avenue, there's there's a lot to do there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's worth going. Good deal. Uh, so yeah, it looks like we were up to a lot more than I thought. Yeah. So, well, yeah, and I will say, ladies. I will say too, we, uh, we hit, we definitely hit, um, Baron Butcher and Tilty Bob's right at the exact right time. Literally. <laughs> because we got. minutes of right? being there. Yeah, we got. It went from nothing to everything. To everything. We got there and was able to get seats and everything. So they're definitely pulling in people for sure. Yeah. Uh, with this whole thing. But I still think. And there were restaurants. There were plenty of restaurants out there that weren't officially participating. But guess what? They got on Facebook and they advertised yeah. their burger at the same price point. Um, and it was their a quote unquote burger week burger. So in my opinion, I don't see why you can't just declare whatever week burger week. Mm-hmm. And then whoever wants to participate can participate without having any kind of extra extra cost up front. In addition to the cost that you're going to have to ha- with the ingredients and, and everything like that. Yep. Because you're getting these restaurants that do this anyway. So, you know, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to stop. You're not going to say, well, you can't. You can't do that, no. you know? I mean, yeah. no. Well, yeah. they own the copyright on burgers. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. it's it's Sarah, it's like what you were saying um, about it being, you compared it to Amazon Prime Day, oh, which was yes. a really yes. good analogy. Yes, so, you know, yeah. Amazon has Prime Day every year for two days now of the year for their members. Yeah. But also, coincidentally, there was a 60% off sale at Nike, and there was a 50% off yep. sale at Target, like, the same days. That, and they were being pushed heavily through my inbox, so... I mean, Best Buy was doing one. Everybody was doing. Yeah, one. everybody was doing some sort of sale. But if, I mean, that's just smart business so, and, as yeah. far as and, they're concerned to compete with Amazon. Right, and that's the thing. And it's smart yeah. business for all these other restaurants who yeah. maybe aren't officially on the app or whatever yeah. to say, "Hey, we got a burger too," you know. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I'm trying to choose my words carefully here. Um, I don't know. I just think it's the the price that it costs to be on the official Burger Week stuff. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. going to say how much it is here, no, but no, it is expensive. It's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So you know, let's everybody still I think would support it and still go out and participate and you know on social media and all this other stuff. So let's just have a, a Burger Week and it's a free for all and let's do it. Amen. So there, there's my two cents. I think like Richmond tried to do one. I don't know if they're if they're going to pull another one out, but they tried to do one not too long, a few several years ago, right after Lexington done one, but they weren't affiliated with like a big company. They just tried to 
get a group together and like use social media platform and try to spread it around that way, um, which is better for a smaller town. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, we always like trying it out when it's around, but uh, definitely like going to other yeah. places and trying murders too. So good deal. And we'll talk about it again next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will. Okay. Well, now I think it's time for America's favorite segment. Renee's report. Well, I've got a couple a few little things in my arsenal for you guys this week. Um, I want to start at the top and work my way down to uh, bigger news. So, um, the Louisville Zoo is doing uh, is going to have this event. And it comes free with your admission. But they're going to have an event called the Incredibugs. And they are going to have um, huge jumbo size bugs that kids can come and play. And they're supposed to actually like move. But it's going to be starting on June 25th. And it's going to go for a little while through September 18th. So... You can gaze upon a truck-sized ladybug, stroll along an enormous monarch butterfly, and encounter a 15-foot dancing peacock spider. I'm going to have to let you know, I did not Google what a peacock spider looks like. Is that a daddy long legs? Is it? I think it might be a daddy Mm, long legs. I don't know. But I'm kind of curious. I want to look after the show's over. I think I'm going to Google what that looks like. But... If you get on the LouisvilleZoo.org, you can go through the bug list and to show what all what all you have uh, to choose from there, and um, you can the kids can go and engage and stuff into it. What that is ugly. <laughs> it is not a daddy yeah. long legs. You should Google it, yeah. folks at home. That is ugly. Bugs are not my thing, but I know for kids. There are people out there that do enjoy bugs, and this might be something fun that you might want to take your kids to. It Again, it's free with the admission, so you're not having to pay anything extra. You can still go and see all the animals, the monkeys, the tigers, lions, and bears. But Oh, my. And, but you can also go by and check out some enormous bugs. Nice. Yeah. So, have fun with that. Okay. So, as a... Uh, Sarah mentioned a little bit ago, Lexington Restaurant Week is coming up. And I mentioned it in Renee's reports on last episode, but I just kind of gazed over it because I knew this week we're going to kind of get into it a little bit further. So if you get on LexingtonRestaurantWeek.com, they will break down for you what all restaurants are participating in said week and what all comes with it. They actually do a really good job. You can download a, um, I guess, like a pamphlet that comes on the website and it breaks it down really good. So it'll have the list of the restaurant and what all food comes with the pricing. And see, this makes more sense to me for a restaurant to pay to be on something like this because you're getting a three course dinner, right? Yes. It's not just like, just not one burger or whatever. Yes. And it's like, significantly more expensive to do oh yeah for sure yeah and in this is a lot easier for restaurants to be and then try and do in their own social media whereas in terms of a burger you just say here's our burger for burger week and throw up a picture of a burger because that's the only burger that you're going to (laughs) get yeah well they do have it sectioned off 
So you've got different price points and different restaurants are involved in different price points. So you can do uh, for $39 a person, you can get a decadent three or four course meal from, I'm just going to read off a few to kind of give you guys an idea. Carson's. Uh, Coles on Main. Good luck getting in there. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Honeywood Castle Farm, which is the for sales castle. They have their farm to table restaurant in there. Epping's on East Side. Jean Ferris, American Italics, Old Vine Bistro. And they all have that. But of course, you need to make reservations to be able to be able to do this. And they're like, book it now. But they've got cocktails. Maker's Mark is a sponsor of this. So there's like a Maker's Mark cocktail that kind of goes with the food. But if you look on here, it will tell you course one. This is what you're coming in. It kind of breaks it down and tells you all what, what there is, uh, what they're serving. That way you have a good idea going into what you're going to get. But honestly, four, three, four course meal for $39, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, so then for your $29 price point, you get three-course special. And you've got places like OBC Kitchen, uh, Blue Herring, which is on um, Jefferson Street downtown. You've eaten there, Sarah, a couple mm-hmm. times. Have you been there, Carrie? You have, okay. Um, Zim's Cafe, which is inside the courthouse downtown. Um, those places, and they all do have the Maker's Cocktail and stuff to go with it. And then your $19 price point, you just get a delicious dinner. It says delish dinner. Um, And you've got places like Harry's, Drake's, Pasta Garage, Charlie Brown's, Jay Render's, Gus's World Famous Chicken, Ramsey's, and School Sushi. Okay. That are all kind of involved in that. So uh, I highly recommend you to get on there and kind of read up and see if this is something you should want to do. But... I mean, those price points are really good if you want to go out and enjoy that. But I would definitely, if you're able to get in a reservation or get out there more early, because all these weeks get a lot of traffic. If you're interested in going yeah. to Carson's, just book for next year, because uh, you'll <laughs> it's never... It's truly it, impossible it, it, it's, to get a reservation yeah. for some reason. Yeah. But when you do get to go there in the in the far away future, it's good. Oh, yeah, no, it is good, but, uh, yeah. I've just been laughed at more than once when I've called there trying to make a reservation. That's all. Good luck. So, if someone listening works at Carson's, please don't laugh at people when they're trying to make reservations. Or tell us, let us in on the secret of how to get a reservation. Yeah, apparently you have to know someone because I know someone Or do you that make a reservation someone. like six months out? Almost. Yeah. 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 That's for real. crazy. Especially yeah, for wild. brunch. You can't get in a brunch. I was going to say, I don't know I'll what I'm doing six months from now. Also. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, for another day. Okay. <laughs> so, so there's, there's that. They, I mean, if you're not already exhausted from Burger Week and you want to try yet another week, Restaurant Week is, is uh, the next one up on the, the plate. So then another event that I know Sarah and I have done several years in running and we do enjoy going, Crave Food Food Music Week. And that is July 30th and 31st. It's a Saturday and Sunday event. It's at the Bluegrass Fairground at Masterson Station Park. They have it there every year. The place is huge, which for the crowd and the amount of vendors and stuff coming, you're going to have to have a space big enough to be able to hold everything. And they do a really, they're a really good host place. Um, So this year we're looking at 40 different vendors going from fine dining places to food trucks. 
a hot chicken to award-winning confections. Each vendor will offer uh, a three to five dollar option or price point, and uh, and they are also encouraged to try uh, to have other options there for people to try to. So to give you kind of an idea, I'm just going to do a quick rundown. Uh, Aunt Peach's Catering, which I've not heard of them, but they're going to be there. Um, got Bourbon and Toulouse. You've got um, Chocoholic. You've got a food truck, uh, the Taco Food Truck, the Cuban Corner, which was there the last time that you and I went. And you got to try a Cuban sandwich from there, Sarah. Uh, Drake's. Um, you've got Goodwood Brewing. Is going to be there. Grays with AK, which is a, a friend of the of the podcast. Yeah, she's going to be there. Zim's Cafe and Windy Corner, Smithtown Seafood. They're going to have representatives there. Holly Hill Inn, all of those. Uh, Weta Michaels places are going to be there. And you've got the inebriated baker, for also another friend of the podcast, is mm-hmm. going to be there. Old Kentucky Kettle Corn. That's always a great thing to get. Rolling Oven, which we. Another thing that we absolutely love, Thai Barbecue. That sounds like a place that we should go check out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stoner's Pizza Joint. That's a new pizza place that has opened up recently, and that would be a good thing to be able to try that. Um, But you've also got, they do stages, like a kitchen stage thing where they do uh, presentations and demonstrations and stuff. And uh, they're going to have... Um, they're doing hosted by premier Lexington drag queen, Uma Jewel. And you're going to have Weta Michael, Lady Remelod, Black Soul. And then they're also doing bourbon and cheese pairings at the, at the thing. And you don't have to pay any extra to be there for the demonstrations. They usually have a tent pitch. So you kind of do get a little bit of break from the sun that way. And, um, but you just pay for the admission to get in and then you can go be able to see that the concert is also free they always have bands playing Mm -hmm. and everything so if you go to cravelexington.com you can see a list of all your vendors and the music that's going to be played and be able to kind of get out there and try some uh new food that's around yeah and it's cool where it's all in one place yeah (laughs) you'll be able to get out there and try all this this stuff all in one place so it is fun yeah and look we'll just cross our fingers it won't rain yeah yeah. For sure. For sure. Those yeah. were some good events, Renee. Yeah. Very inclusive and uh, interesting. There's a lot so. going on the next couple yeah. weeks. For sure. Yep. So thanks again for those uh, reports. Back you. to you, Sarah. Thank you. It's like one and a half time speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're in a hurry here. No, sure. Um. So let's go ahead and do America's uh, second favorite segment. Everybody wants to try some food. See, we got that octave down now. We got it. We got it. We are on our roll. Yes, we have several things to try on the table today. Let's start with a drink. Okay. Because I threatened to bring this. We talked about this on GBS a couple weeks ago, and I threatened to bring it on here if I could find it. And thanks to uh, our good friend Amy, she found it for me. I, uh, she's coming in clutch. Two, and she, two couple shows in a row. That's right. Always coming in clutch for us. And so this is uh, the new Coca-Cola flavor. This is um, Marshmallow, the artist Marshmallow's limited edition Coca-Cola. So this is watermelon and strawberry flavored. Uh, with uh, other natural flavors. Now, Sarah and Carrie have already 
Yeah, we already drank Already been in on theirs. I actually saved mine for this episode to kind of try it. So, try it out. See what you think. What do you think, Carrie? I thought it was okay. Yeah. I didn't really get watermelon or strawberry. I got strawberry. Yeah. There's some sort of fruitiness going there, but I couldn't... Don't know that watermelon was the fruit I tasted. It's sweet. I could get some it strawberry. Is yeah, it yeah. is sweet. Which I think... Just the, a general berry. I, I think know. the tea that I'm drinking is masking my taste buds a little bit on this one, but... Oh, yeah. It almost Cleanse tastes a little flat. Yeah. Well, I did pour it like 45 minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> that could, well... That could be why the do. But... Because it was fairly carbonated when I poured it mm-hmm. out. I didn't hate it, but it's not something that I would actively seek out. I mean, again, if they had the zero version of no. it, sure. But uh, apparently, marshmallows favorite 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 flavors are watermelon and strawberry. Mm-hmm. So it was okay. Yeah, decent. We've had worse. Oh, for sure. Oh, hundred percent ranch yep. soda. So. <laughs> so there's that one. The second one we have on the table, uh, I saw at the grocery store the other day, and I oh. thought, this seems legit. Um, so this is uh, Pop-Tarts, but Boston cream flavored. Uh, Boston cream donut flavored. So um, when I opened the package, they smelled like a Boston cream. They look like one. Even the inside looks like one. And uh, they taste like one. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I enjoy these. Yeah, they're so, pretty good as far as Pop Tarts go. Yeah, I mean, they, some of the better Pop Tarts. They deliver what they promise, I think, in yeah. terms of flavor. Um, I, th- I don't think I could eat more than one because of the sweetness again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they deliver what they promised. Yeah, I'd like sure. to put them in the toaster. Oh yeah, they would be good. They, uh, these yeah. would definitely be good. Warm. Yeah, these would t- totally. But they're good cold out of the package too. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I dug them. I think we found Renee's new favorite uh, Pop Tart. <laughs> She's gonna smash them all. This. A little something about Go me that it. most people don't know. I I absolutely love Boston cream. I don't talk about this all the time. Ooh. So only people who are super, super close to me knows my love for Boston cream pie. And I didn't know these existed. So when I go to the store, these things are coming to my house. But Boston cream pie isn't really a pie. It's a cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's for sure a cake. It's a cake. And also a donut. Yes. And I do love a Boston cream donut. Yeah, yeah these are really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I'm going to take the other two home and eat Go for, for dinner, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see. We'll see how that shakes out. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing we have, um, this is a savory thing because mostly I knew that Carrie wouldn't like all the sweet stuff on the table. I appreciate that. Um, And we've been talking about eating hot stuff. Mm-hmm. So... These are supposed to be ghost pepper flavored chips. Uh, Herbs ghost fla- pepper flavored chips from the gas station. Uh, not not only does it not taste like ghost pepper, it barely has spice on it. Right. So the, you the, really missed the mark, Herb. We got ghosted on the spice. Oh, ooh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that quite a bit. Yes, we so. totally got ghosted on spice. Those Cheetos that we had in the last episode, mm-hmm. way hotter than this. Oh, yeah. Way better. And those a mile. It's funny because I ate so many of those Cheetos and I drank my whole entire carbonated beverage and I'm not used to drinking carbonated beverages because I really don't um, in most of my daily life, mm-hmm. except for beer, Bears, I guess yeah. that counts. But um, during the week, I normally don't. And I had a stomach ache. <laughs> Like after the show, I was like, "Oh, stomach hurts. Dang. Too too much hot Cheetos. Too much hot. But yeah, these these man, yeah, nah. these are weak. I mean, I'm eating them just because I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, and they're potato chips. They're fine for potato chips. Yeah, right for sure. Yeah, but you know. yeah. So yeah, so whatever. Yeah, they are what they are. Skip over those. Yeah, sorry, Herb. 
Yeah. Womp womp. <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time for our newest segment, uh, the Hinky History Lesson. <laughs> I think that's it, right? Is it? A, <laughs> that's it. Yes. I keep forgetting it's the fanfare. But now I've yes. turned it into a meow. Okay. So apparently. Meow. Okay. Well, I wanted, uh, it was supposed to be Carrie's turn to do the lesson, but I jumped her because I had a July related uh, history lesson. And that's fine. I seated because Sarah said it was really cool and I'm excited because yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, I think you'll enjoy it because it's one of your favorite uh, things to do in the summer or watch okay. in the summer. So. All right. This is the history of the Nathan's hot dog eating. Oh, podcast. bravo. Yes. Bravo. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, so it's kind of long, but we'll get there. That's fine. Uh, this all came from Wikipedia, by the way. Okay. I think there was one other source, sportingnews.com, maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sportingnews.com. As, uh, it was an article about Joey Chestnut. So the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest is an annual American hot dog competitive eating competition. It is held each year on Independence Day at Nathan's Famous Corporation's original and best-known restaurant at the corner of Surf and Stillwell Avenues in Coney Island, a neighborhood of Brooklyn, New York. The contest has gained public attention in recent years due to the star, uh, stardom of Takaru the Tsunami Kobayashi and Joey Jaws Chestnut. The defending men's champion is Chestnut, who ate 63 hot dogs in 2022. The defending women's champion is Mickey Sudo, uh, who carries a big fan of, who ate 40 hot dogs in 2022. The Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest has been held at the original location on Coney Island most years since about 1972, usually in conjunction with Independence Day. Nathan's promoter, Mortimer Morty Matz, claimed that on July 4th, 1916, four immigrants held a hot dog eating contest at Nathan's famous sand on Coney Island to settle an argument about who was more patriotic. He also said, he also made the spurious claim that the contest has been held each year since then except for 1941 as a protest to the war in Europe in 1971 as a protest to political unrest in the U.S. In 2010, however, promoter Matz admitted to having fabricated the legend of the 1916 start date with a man named Max Rosie in the early 1970s as part of a publicity stunt. So... Really, no one knows exactly when it start started, but 1972 is the earliest one that's on record. It's on record. An official one. Yeah. Let's see. The legend grew over the years to the point where the New York Times and other publications were known to have repeatedly listed 1916 as the inaugural year, although no evidence of the contest exists. In the late 1990s and early 2000s, the competition was dominated by Japanese contestants, particularly Kobayashi, who won six consecutive contests from 2001 to 2006. In 2001, Kobayashi transformed the competition in the world of competitive eating by downing 50 hot dogs, smashing the previous record of 25.5. The Japanese eater introduced advanced eating and training techniques that shattered the previous competitive eating world records. The rise in popularity of the event coincided with the surge in popularity of the worldwide competitive eating circuit. Joey Chestnut currently holds the world record for number of hot dogs consumed at 76. On July 4th, 2011, Sonia Thomas became the champion of the first Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest for women. Previously, women and men had competed against each other, except for one Memorial Day competition held in 1975. Eating 40 hot dogs in 10 minutes, Thomas earned the inaugurable, inaugurable, the inaugural Pepto-Bismol-sponsored pink belt and won $10,000. Yes, and her nickname was the, was the Black Widow. Ooh. Yes. The winner of the men's competition is given possession of the coveted international bejeweled mustard yellow belt. 
the belt is no, is of unknown age and value, according to IFOCE co-founder George Shea, and rests in the country of its owner. In recent years, a considerable amount of pomp and circumstance have surrounded the days leading up to the event, which has become an annual spectacle of competitive entertainment. The event is presented on an extravagant stage, complete with colorful live announcers and an overall party atmosphere. The day before the contest is a public weigh-in with the mayor of New York City. Some competitors don flamboyant costumes and or makeup, while others may promote themselves with eating-related nicknames. On the morning of the event, they have a heralded arrival to Coney Island on the Bus of Champions and are called to the stage individually during introductions. In 2013, six-time defending champion Joey Chestnut was escorted to the stage in a sedan chair. Major League Eating, sanctioned by the International Federation of Competitive Eating, has sanctioned the event since 1997. Today, only entrants currently under a contract by MLE can compete in the contest. The field of about 20 contestants typically includes the following. The defending champion, winners of a regional qualifying contest for that season, individuals qualifying as one of two wild cards um, with highest two average qualifying scores without winning a single qualifier, and those invited by special invitation of the MLE. The, uh, the competitors stand on a raised platform behind a long table with drinks and Nathan's famous hot dogs and buns. Most contestants have water on hand, but other kinds of drinks can and have been used. Condiments are allowed, but usually not used. The hot dogs are allowed to cool slightly after the grilling to prevent possible mouth burns. The contestant that consumes and keeps down the most hot dogs and buns, or HDB, in 10 minutes is declared the winner. The length of the contest has changed over the years, previously 12 minutes, and in some years, only three and a half minutes. Since 2008, 10 minutes. Joey Chestnut has won the competition every year except 2011, since 2011, except for 2015, when he was bested by fellow competitive eater Matt Stoney. Kobayashi has not competed in the contest since 2009 due to his refusal to sign an exclusive contract with Major League Eating, which is the current sanctioning body of the contest. In 2010, he was arrested by police after attempting to jump on the stage after the contest was over and disrupt the proceedings. Kobayashi again refused to compete in 2011, but instead conducted his own hot dog eating exhibition, consuming 69 HDB, seven more than Chestnut attempted at the Nathan's contest. So... That's, that's a, it in a nutshell. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, I liked you. it. I'm a little disappointed that they didn't stick with their made-up history. Because as yeah. we all... He let it ride for a long time. Right, but as we all know, The Simpsons taught us, sometimes the myth holds greater weight than the actual uh, fact. For sure. Right? Je- just ask Jedediah Smith. <laughs> exactly. Je- sorry, Jedediah Springfield. Yes, uh, Lisa the Iconic. Yes, class. yes. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good episode. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm a little bit disappointed that they kind of made that up. But um, I could see that. It wouldn't surprise me if somewhere in the annals, somewhere in the, the basement of the New York Public Library, has <laughs> lied dormant like pictures of the first, you know, first one in 1916 that nobody is, you know... <laughs> scene or whatever yes that fabled day yeah right but you know i it's fun i know a lot of people find it just gross and it is kind of gross right but i mean i I don't know it's fun it's just you know it's grown on me a lot yeah i think so but yeah that's that's a good history and yes um i actually listened to uh beard meets food has a podcast called breaking bread Mm -hmm. and he actually i think it was his latest episode that he just did he talked all about going to the Nathan's this year and everything and he touched on the fact that 
yes, you have to have a major league eating contract to participate. And that's, I think that precludes some like Kobayashi. And I think that precludes some other people who are on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, Molly Schuyler and, and those type, those kind of people who just, they either won't sign the contract or I, I don't know what the, what the total beef is. I really don't care that much, but sure, sure. that's why some of these YouTube eaters who are like really good, they're not, they're not competing on this because they don't have a contract or whatever. I see, I see. But, but yeah. I think it's always fun every year. Yeah, sure. And I mean, it was fun. I watched it this year. It yeah, fun. it only takes up an hour of your time on the 4th of July. So, yeah. you know, what the hell. Yeah, what else are you doing? Plus, this year, Joey choked, your neck, rear naked choke hold a guy, slam him in the ground, and turn around and keep on eating. Yeah, and he still won. <laughs> right? By 20. So. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed the lesson. I did. Good, good, good job. Yes. Um, so that's it for the show. Um, Renee had to step away. She but, did. Um, she had, we'll talk about our drinks. She had a pretty neat looking, uh, energy tea from, I think it was called Revive in Richmond. Yes, yeah, somewhere in Richmond. Yeah. So she can talk about that on the next episode. It was a big old drink. It was. Uh, it looked good. Um, I have, uh, another Mountain Dew, of course. This is the Baja Mango Gem. Uh, G-E-M, not Jim, as in a man named Jim. That'd be weird. It's not like Maui Jim. <laughs> okay, Jim the Vampire. <laughs> yes. Um, but this was really good. It had a, a lot of really good mango flavor. I was telling them beforehand, if you put vodka in this, it would make a good mixed drink, which I don't normally say about Mountain Dew. Okay. And then what you got? I got the American Clear Fizzy Water Blackberry Lemonade. Um, it was fine. <laughs> Uh, it was service. Well, I, unfortunately, it didn't get super super cold, mm-hmm. which is normally how I like to drink these fizzy waters. Is super super cold, and just I, I didn't even know it was in the house until like an hour before we started recording. So I stuck oh, it in the freezer. Yeah. So it was semi cold, but not super super cold. Right. Um, it was okay. I didn't hate it. I don't think John likes this one at all. I don't. I don't think he likes this one. But I would probably try it again when it was super super cold. Okay. It just was a little like I didn't get a whole lot of anything off of it to tell you the truth. Sure. But again, I think it would help if it was super cold. It's all good. It's all good. Um. All right. Well, we've done it again. Um. Another one in the books. That's right. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us. We're hungry. Uh, almost forgot. Hungry in KY. <laughs> Uh, you can send us in, uh, emails. We're hungry in ky at gmail.com. Uh, and you can find this show every other week wherever you find podcasts on Wednesdays, usually. And then if you want to see what all we actually ate for Burger Week, you can find that on Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We're also on Twitter at BB and Eats. And then we have a website, bbandeats.com. And then where can we find you at, Carrie? Uh, on the Twitters, uh, at GRLS Beer Sports. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.